Welcome to Trot's Life. It is going to be an enormous show. We've done this a couple of times now, and it's Cranbourne Cup week. Saturday night will be the Cranbourne Cup and the Bruce Skeggs Memorial Trotters Cup. Tim O'Connor will join me, and we are going to go, and we're going to announce the fields first and foremost, and then we're going to try and pull these races apart Andrew Spagnolo from the TAB is going to come on with some markets right hot off the press. And then later in the show, we've got a couple of guests lined up associated, hopefully, with the Cranbourne Cup. And uh, we will catch up with Matt Lapart as well. First and foremost, though, Tim O'Connor. How are you, mate? Whereabouts are you today? G'day, mate. In lovely Ballarat again. And uh, great to be on. These shows have worked uh, pretty well in the past. A couple of weeks ago, we did it for the Ballarat Pacing Cup. And um, looking forward to yeah, revealing this field. Of course, no no secrets that Leap to Fame is the headline act. He's been uh, widely publicised as heading to this race. And uh, all attention and all eyes are drawn to where he's landed in the barrier draw now. It certainly does, mate. And uh, do you want to take the honours and, and tee off with the barrier draw for the for the Cranbourne Cup, the Decron Pacing Cranbourne Pacing Cup. I can do that, and I might hand you the Bruce Skeggs Memorial. How about that? We'll share the, the big the big features. Righto, here's the field. Hot off the press for Saturday night's big feature is a hundred thousand dollar race. Barrier one is Cosimo. Barrier two, Rakiro Rebel. Gate three for Pete said so. Gate four for Bark Back. However, ba- we want to pronounce that. What ba- are you going with, Toby? Bark, as Bark. in the composer. Bark. Yes, uh, I did know it was named after a composer, but I didn't do the research there. So gate four for Bark for Anthony Butt and Kyle Marshall. Barrier five, see your art. Greg Sugars takes the drive. Barrier six, Max Delight for Nathan Jack. Barrier seven, Kanina Provlima, the Ballarat Pacing Cup champ from two starts ago. Onto the back row now. Barrier eight, Bulletproof Boy, the hometown hero, Scotty Ewan. I don't think you'd be too disappointed with that gate. Number nine for Ideal Escape. Barrier 10, Leap to Fame. He'll be a very short price favourite uh, no matter where he starts, but he's going to start from the second ho- uh, spot on the outside, on the second row. So gate third 10 spot. for Leap to Fame. Sorry, third spot. Barrier 10, Leap to Fame. And the 11th horse, the final horse in the field, is Better Isolate, number 11. So I'll whip through it again. One, Cosimo. Two, Rikiro Rebel. Three, Pete Said So. Four, Bark Back. What do you say? Bark. Bark. Five, See Your Art. Six, Max Delight. Seven, Canina Provlima. Eight, Bulletproof Boy. Nine, Ideal Escape. Ten, Leap to Fame, the red-hot favourite. And 11, Better Isolate. Very good. That is the field for the Pacing Cup and the Bruce Skeggs Memorial Cranbourne Trotters Cup. Nine runners engaged. Number one is Imperial Wiz for James Herbertson. Two, Easy Pickings, John Cowdo. Three, Quake Proof, Anne-Marie Conroy. Four, Is That a Bid, Rodney Petroff. Five, GC Calder, Greg Sugars. Six, Kai Valley Hotspur, Chris Alford. Seven, I'm Ready Jet, Nathan Jack. Eight, Mafasa Metro, John Justice. And nine, Elder Baron Dino for Chris Shin is the Bruce Skeggs Memorial Trotters Cup. Uh... Andy Gath says it's Bark, so 
Uh, where's going with Bark as well, Andy? Thank you, Andy. Uh, uh, I'm reading this. On. I'm reading this field off me off my phone, and uh, I've got I've got clowns sending in stuff. Uh, when we're getting uh, pronunciation tips from uh, Andy Gath, I don't know how well we're going. Look, master trainer, um, <laughs> you just leave this stuff to us, Andy. Oh wow! <laughs> oh wow! Yeah. Uh, let's not open up the pronunciation debate, Andy. Although I did Gath stuff it up, so fair enough. Um, <laughs> Um, Alrighty, what, so what do you think? Leap to fame, second row, gate ten, or drawn ten, gate three from the second row. Initial thoughts: Rakiro Rebel, could she mm. beat Ladies in Red and Leap to Fame in the period of six months? Yeah, well, <laughs> I don't think so, but um, imagine <laughs> that. Yeah, um, what do I think about this draw? Um, oh, 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 oh. There's two races here. I think I'll give you a minute to think about it, Tim. There's two races here. One, to get to the front mm. and be the horse that ends up the leap to fame, let's face it. And the second race is to run second to him. And I suppose those two things almost go hand in hand. And it's unkind for us to talk like that, I suppose, about a lot of horses in the race. And there is some really talented horses. But, yeah, leap to fame is clearly the standout. And oh, Andrew Spagnolo. Uh, he'll be sharpening his pencil up as to what he marks Leap to Fame. It'll be interesting to see what he opens up at. We'll get that at 11.30, what Leap to Fame is going to open. We'll, in the we'll, we'll definitely have to have a crack at predicting what that'll be. I was going to ask you that question. I've already had a bit of a go with someone on the phone uh, just in the minutes leading up to leading up to this. Um, yeah, what Pete said, I mean, I, I must admit I'm, I'm not... Um, I mean, having New South Wales horses come across throws me out a little bit until I actually dive right into the form. Um, what do you think? Is it is it Pete said so? Got the the gate speed to have a look early, see your art. What I know about Bark, what what sort of gate speed he's got. Um, Max Delight's obviously fast when he wants to be, um, and Rakiro Rebel as well. What are you thinking? Who's the first of the pegs, and who wants to um, hold the front before they hand up to the red hot favourite Leap to Fame? Well. Rakiro Rebel will cross Cosimo, I think. That is mm. pretty much a given. Cosimo's going to end up a fair way back, you'd think, wouldn't you, from gate one? Yeah, so will Bulletproof Boy. I'm not sure that's the best draw for Scotty. No, more, the more I look at it, probably as, not. He no. may as well have had gate 11. He normally draws outside just get, front. Well, he gets the back row just about as a given. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We shouldn't be joking. We're driving a Melton Trots right now, Scotty, probably listening into this. So <laughs> um, he's got the superstar mare in the back too, so he'd be pretty careful with what he's doing, I'd imagine. Um yeah, Bark will come forward. Sia Art will come forward. Well, the, the first question, really, will Greg Sugars drive Rakiro Rebel, Rebel or Sia Art? Now, whether Bark's got gates, but we're probably going to find out a bit more because uh, just coincidentally, I've got Kyle Marshall teed up to come on at 12 o'clock and uh, we'll catch up with one of Rakiro Rebel's owners, Barry Fullwood, as well, who's just got off a plane back from Adelaide. So he uh, has agreed to come on. Uh, so we'll we'll find out a bit more about Bark and his gate speed and uh, Rakiro Rebel. A lot of people won't realise what it will mean to Barry Fullwood to win a race like this. His father Arthur trained at trained at Narry Warren uh, for a long time. He, he started training in Adelaide in 1950 and uh, he came over to Melbourne in the mid 60s. Barry, so he trained at Narry Warren. So Cranbourne is effectively his home track for I don't know. 50 years till he passed in 2017. So what would it mean to Barry Forward to win a 
to win a Cranbourne Cup, Tim, you can only imagine to honour his, his late father, Arthur. That would be massive story for Rikiro Rebel. Also, Bark for Kyle Marshall and Paul Proof Boy for, for Scotty Ewan. So there's a real hometown flavour to the Cup. There is. They'd be wrapped with this this fear, wouldn't they, Toby? Oh. We we spoke just before we came on here. Um, they've got the they've got the champion leap to fame, but it, he hasn't ruined the field like potentially some people may have thought. Uh, it's a really strong field. Uh, they'd be really thrilled with this. But as, as better isolate if if they went, I'll, I'll forgive I'll forgive that run first up. I think I think we've got it. We worked early, uh, snagged all the way back to last, and it didn't really finish off, but. Uh, he's got blistering speed. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, I'm not saying he can win, but um, he's a very nice horse. And I think he'll be, you know, in a year or so when he really furnishes, um, he's going to be a very, very good free-for-all performer. Jeez, he could come hard late. If there's a fair bit of Mickey Mouse at the start, mm. if, if they're going really hard at the start and they're all trying to get a position for Leap to Fame and they do some work early, some horses, and better isolates back and Matty Craven's taking his pipe and decided to smoke it during the race and sit back, he could come really hard late, better isolate. I, I couldn't imagine him running past Leap to Fame. Like, don't get me wrong, but geez, I'd love to see him just come charging home. Yeah. Um, yeah. Looking at this front row, I'd have to put more time into it before I'd come up with uh, a bit of a map. But, um, yeah, it's interesting. Um, well, next question is, uh, I can't really help with the speed map this year, but next question, what do we think Leap to Fame is going to open up? We'll, we'll speak to Andrew Spagnola about 11.32, I reckon, Toby. Um, yes. $1.10, you're saying? <laughs> you know me well, Tim. I do like my timings. Yes. Uh, $1.10? Yeah, I, I think somewhere in the $1.10 to $1.20, and maybe they'll let him drift a bit, but I'll go I'll go $1.20. All right, I'll go 10 You'll probably be dollar fifteen, and you'll <laughs> say you round up. And I was closest, and all this. Yeah, I don't know if they do. They work in that increment, dollar fifteen. Don't know if they do. Yeah. Um, but uh, I'll, I'll go a dollar twenty. Uh, who is second favourite? Who is second favourite? Oh wow, that's a good question. And you're going to get double figure odds, aren't you? Maybe Max Delight off the back of a third in the Hunter Cup, but it's not an ideal barrier draw for him. No. I'm not sure what Nathan Jack does. Um. He would have preferred yeah, 10, where Leap to Fame is. It's no probably Nathan. Max Delight, despite the draw, on form. Um, Rikiro Rebel, second so. up, is going to get a really good run. She's going to be in the market. She's probably going to be 30 to 1, though. Mm. Oh, maybe even longer. Yeah. 80 to 1 and could be third or fourth favourite, almost. CR will be CR is going to be thereabouts. Yep, yep. Uh, I'd say Max Delight will be second favourite. Maybe ahead of CR, Pete said so, Rikiro Rebel. Would they take on Bark a bit and um, the rest of the back row runners are going to find it difficult? Yeah, uh, something like that. He's a nice horse, Bark. He raced on New Year's Eve, so it's not like he's coming back from a spell or anything like that. He trolled pretty impressively at Melton last week and he's just getting away from the top horses in New Zealand. Uh, I couldn't imagine him ever running past the horse like uh, Leap to Fame or anything like that. But uh, to put it in perspective is in the junior free-for-all didn't make the New Zealand Cup last year and that was the race that don't stop dreaming beat CR they went 55 home in 26 he settled back in the field so he had no hope in that race but he's that sort of 10th to 20th level horse in New Zealand so he's a pretty nice horse he's been sent over uh, what we might do Tim we might clear a commitment we'll come back and we'll chat a bit further about what looks a really intriguing Bruce Geggs Memorial Cranbourne Trotters Cup a variety of form lines coming in here 
Welcome back to Sherrod's Life. We're in our Cranbourne special with Tim O'Connor and uh, the the Bruce Geggs Memorial Cranbourne Trotters Cup. And it's going to go to someone different at least uh, this year as one person's won four of the last five and he's won the last three. So it'd be nice to see someone different winning it anyway, Tim, won't it, mate? Yeah, that's right. Um, I'm just trying to get that field back up. It's decided not to load on me. Um, you might want to whip through that one more time, Toby. It, just run through that barrier draw for us. Imperial Wiz, easy pickings, quake proof. Is that a bid? GC Calder, Kaivelli Hotspur, I'm Ready Jet 7, Mufasa Metro 8, and Elder Baron Dino 9. So there's some real clear differences, I think, throughout this field in, in class levels. I'm ready jet scratched last week out of the um, Great Southern Star and Anton said it was just a minor issue. So I'm not surprised to see it in this race. But how do you take it on trust? She's 100%. If she wasn't 100% last Saturday, although it was two races in the one night, so you really want to be dead set 100%, don't you, going into something like that compared to, well, 25-55. You still want to be pretty close to right. Uh, Kaivelli yeah. Hotspur is racing well. Mufasa Metro inside second row draws a little bit tricky and Elder Baron Dino might be getting to the level and that the potential he's shown throughout his career. So really you're looking towards the bottom four there, Tim, I think, at the class involved in the race. Yeah, I mean, as you said, there's a big discrepancy between class. We've got uh, Imperial Wiz drawn one as a 64 rate and we've got the 220 raters in. I'm ready, Jet Mufasa Metro. Uh, and then down to Kai Valley Hotspur. Um, remember when he used to go around and beat uh, Aldebaran Zeus for fun uh, back as a three-year-old there? I think he won the derby um, and a few other good races. Um, yeah, well, what am I looking I'm looking towards probably Mufasa Metro. I, I think, um, uh, you know, he's been, what's he run second to Just Believe from leading? Uh, he made a mistake in the Great Southern Star final, but he still you know, he got beat 10 metres. He still went well from three back to pegs. Uh, I love I'm Ready Jet. She's a, a superstar mare. I reckon she's just a touch off her best. Um, you know, uh, just you know, she's been going well uh, in recent times, but um, you know, I think there's there's better from her. And that Barrier Seven draw is interesting. Um, Push what, forward. Yeah, Kyberly Hotspur's got some gate speed. Um, yeah, I, I would be uh, look. I need to see a market, but my first, um, I'm happy to go. Probably lean the way of Mufasa Metro. Um, despite the, the back row draw, what what would you be sort of thinking pre-market th- as we're probably only about 10 minutes away from finding out those prices very shortly? I, I think I'm ready, Jets. Probably the nominal favourite for me. She's got the upper hand on Mufasa Metro in the draw, so I think Nathan can get ahead of Mufasa Metro. He galloped out in that uh, great Southern Star final for a stride or two. I don't know what to make of that. I'd have to go back and watch it. I think maybe John was just pushing him to try and get him off the gate hard. He certainly doesn't have to do that. Elder Baron Dino's the interesting runner. I reckon if Andrew Spagnolo is scratching his head about what to price one horse in these two cups, I reckon it's the one that he'd be not sure whether he's a four to one chance or a 15 to one chance. Elder Baron Dino, he's, he's got the potential to to win a race like this and beat some horses like this, I believe, Tim. But we didn't see it for a while. We basically had 12 months away from racing and and now he, he, he's just showing signs that he might be about to get to his best. Now, if that's the case, I think he can beat these and he's four to one. But if he you sort of go off 
where he's been at over the last, you know, uh, earlier this preparation in particular, he's he's probably a thirty to one chance. So he he'd be the one I'd be scratching my head on, mate. Yeah, um, I, the first thing I, I loved Lockie's call when he won at Bendigo that night. From from way down to come from Axdale, I think to win uh, was Lockie's call, which was a ripper. Um, is that a bid's an interesting runner too, Toby? Uh, very good horse, forty-two career starts. Sorry, forty-two career starts, six wins, twenty-three placings, um, up around hundred seventy thousand dollars in stakes. Hasn't raced since the twenty-fifth of February last year, so. Around about a year away from the races. Um, what was that group one he won? Four-year-old uh, size, was it? Yeah, something like that. I'm trying to remember back to what it was. But uh, look, a very good horse. Another interesting one, a tough one to price. Uh, first up from a long break and um, with some good form around good horses last time. Um, yeah, I think I'm Ready Jet will open up favourite. Um, but I'll Oh, probably... you've turned. Oh, no, sorry, I think you'll open up favourite, but I'm leaning the way of Mufasa Metro. Um I'll be backing, you know, particularly if he if he goes around as a second favourite, which he probably will. Yeah, I'll play that way. Um, first glance to me, it was probably a little a bit light on that race, but it's going to be an intriguing one, isn't it as well? It will be intriguing. There's because there's a bit of speed still. Imperial Wiz loves to get rolling in front. I think he won the Birchip Cup, didn't he? That'd be a sort of. A strange back-to-back country cups, wouldn't it? Purchase yeah, um, my memory got a little bit hazy towards the end of that day, as it tends to do. Why is that, Tim? Uh, I don't know. Yeah, okay. I drank responsibly there. Very good. Waters. Um, <laughs> yeah, the next morning. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so he may he may lead and just roll along in front like we've seen a number of times. So does John Justice follow James Herbertson and take the easy run on the leader's back, or does he get off the fence? There's... There's already queries and questions straight away. Uh, mm. Yeah, it's a, it, it it will be an intriguing little race. What We're, what price I'm ready, Jet? If we, if we both agree, she'll be the favourite. Uh, is it sort of the the two dollar two fifty mark, or oh, I was going to say a touch inside two dollars, one ninety maybe. One ninety, Mafasa Metro. What two fifty to three dollars, somewhere in that vicinity. Oh, I might be about to. Um, Get called out for uh, margins, but maybe two forty somewhere. Yeah, yeah, I mean we're going on the fly here. It's not, <laughs> yeah, yeah not our day job pricing markets. We, we haven't the got a spreadsheet here in front of us, but a dollar eighty and sort of two forty, two sixty, and then what out to Kai Valley Hotspur and is that a bid in Elderbrand Dino? Yeah, um, in the five five to ten sort of bracket, maybe Kai Valley Hotspur might be a little shorter, and then those other two probably have to come out a bit. If Hotspur's four dollars, then you're probably looking at two seventy and two twenty for the other two, something like that. Yeah. Darren, um, help us. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I'm, look, I'm looking forward to see, seeing this market. Um, well, we can sort of, well, let's, yeah. 